Hey, everybody. Welcome to Improv FAQ at length. This is a series of longer conversations about improv topics that have lots of questions surrounding them. I'm James Quesada. And I'm Bob Wick. And we're joined by very special guest, our good friend, Heather Sanao. Welcome, Yay. Heather. You pronounced the last name right. I didn't we even learned that. it in the last episode. <laughs> Did you watch the last episode to make sure you pronounced I, it correctly, James? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm like, damn, I don't want to have to ask again. <laughs> uh, um, so, Heather, you're joining us to uh, do a show and tell episode, and this is going to be about Dicentennial, um, mm. which is one of my favorite shows because, and part of the reason that we're doing it um, uh, today on a October Sunday is because it was a Halloween show. Um, and so, you know, uh, between it being a Halloween show, one of my favorite uh, holidays, times of year, types of shows, um, and just how much fun it was uh, to work with you on the show. Um, you know, I'm really excited to talk about it. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'll say I'll say before we jump into it that um, I, if uh Anybody has additional questions as we go about the uh, either the show or anything else in improv um, or for Heather, um, we can uh, get to those questions um, before we end it. Uh, I, I'm and sure. it doesn't have to be about the topic we're currently speaking about. Just, you know, this is a conversation at the bar. So just, just like participation. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. I'll, I'll answer anything. Cool. <laughs> um, OK, so uh, the. Show description description on uh, Dicentennial is that it uh, was a Halloween show uh, about a couple that was celebrating their 100 year anniversary of dying. Um, and so we played uh, Henry and Agnes, right? Heather, Aggie. Aggie. Heather, Agnes. Heather, no. Aggie. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. What, I, what was that? What did I say? Um, you, uh, you said Henry and Agnes, which is correct. Yeah. But anytime you'd be like, I'm Henry Mortelli and I'm Agnes Mortelli, but you can call me Aggie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, so it was Henry and Aggie um, Mortelli. And uh, we, for our 100 year anniversary of death, uh, were uh, appearing before an audience to let them ask us questions about the things that we've seen floating around in purgatory watching humanity over the past 100 years um that was the premise um and uh this would have been 2014 is uh what we believe the year was um pretty sure uh in october and then we did it we did it uh once again in february the next year <laughs> um and then we did like a special uh mega version of it in uh october 2015 um with the x factory we're we had uh, five couples for a, a total cast of 10 people doing it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it yeah. happened. <laughs> it happened. Hey, the show. hey. And uh, that's all we have to explain. Uh, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> so, like, how did you guys, like, how did you come up with the concept? Because as far as I can remember, this is, like, one of the few. Like, this is the first time we had this kind of uh forum where you guys would break the fourth wall and come out and talk to the audience uh, and i don't think there was a lot of that going on at go so first of all what inspired the overall like concept and then let's get to the specifics of you know how you get your gits and all that other cool all the cool mechanisms that made this show so unique 
I should pre preface it with um, before we actually, well, James messaged me about the show. We had booked a gig for a app for Halloween oh. that never went anywhere. And I wanted to see if you remember, this is the reason why we actually started doing the show uh, together is because we had worked on a Halloween app where we were painted as ghosts and we yeah. were also spooky dolls. There is a YouTube clip of it somewhere I found and it is, oh wow, it was nowhere near what it was described as being, but we still got paid for it. And we almost didn't know if we were getting paid for it either. It, at the yeah. very end, the guy was like, so, um, you know, I decided to pay you. We're like, <laughs> we thought we were going to pay me yeah. as actors. And I don't know if it was through Go or how we came upon the part. I, I can't really it was just looking for um, slender people who could dance. I remember dancing and kind of manipulate, yeah. be like physical. And James and I were like the two main people at Go who. It, could, yeah, who, that, that, who you were the first two that came to my mind. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we, we did that. And I still have some video clips and pictures from that time. Uh, but yeah, they, they painted us all white and put us in like white spooky clothing. I had to come out of a TV with like blue screen. It was really cool setup actually. Um, okay. Yeah. And like <laughs> he was pulled on a cart to make him look like he was flying toward you. So was what? I. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty intense. Um, yeah. It was, it was very cool. I, that was, that was a totally fun gig and they had us set up in, in uh, like heavy makeup and um, some wigs and, and like uh, painted costumes and stuff. Um, and it was very fun. Um, and uh, yeah, that's so funny though. I totally forgot the, the, the connection between that gig and Dice Centennial because um, I, 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 I never forget about that gig. I love there's those cool. Those are very cool photos that uh, pop up in my, time hop or whatever mm -hmm. um from from behind the scenes at that gig uh and um i mean also that that must have been in like uh because they were releasing that for october so i think they they were working on it in like late august early september um and then and then so what happened uh was that yes. coming up on october in the on the go comedy schedule i was like is there gonna be a halloween show this year and uh, PJ was like, we don't have anything planned. And I was like, let me do a Halloween show. <laughs> let me do something. <laughs> and then um, and then because it was such a tight turnaround, I was like, I was like, easiest thing to do um, would be to keep it, keep it, keep it a small cast. And I was like, what about a duo show? Uh, and then, yeah, I, I thought to Heather, I, I, I'm sure that it was uh, the imagery of, of us working together on that app. Um, but also, um because because you were also like a uh, theatrical uh, Halloween loving person, Heather. There's lots of reasons to work with you on. Sorry, Hi, Kitty, Black Cat. <laughs> the no, it's perfect. It, 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 it's a theme. She was just like uh, she, when she likes to jump up on me. She she looks like she's ready to, but she kept doing the like just like tap. Oh, <laughs> she does like bad edits. Like just yeah, sleep. like yeah. <laughs> sometimes she doesn't know how to jump or or do things properly. Follow your feet, cat. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, I, re I remember you calling me up and saying, "Hey, I got this idea for a Halloween show," and you were dating Julia at the time, right? No, I was, I was with Kathleen. Oh, Kathleen. Because uh, I thought you said like you had mentioned it to somebody else. Oh no, it was Pete. That's who it was. 
Um, oh, I can see how you get those three mixed up. <laughs> no, I couldn't remember if, it was, if, if you had mentioned, like, uh, you had mentioned somebody else had brought up, like, who should we invite to do this? And both of you, uh, you and someone else had said, oh, well, why not Heather? You just did the Halloween thing together. And that's yeah. why you invited me. So it was it was flattery, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, if I hadn't done that show, I wouldn't be in this. But at the same time, yay. <laughs> so yeah. well, uh, like I was I really said, excited like, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's plenty of reasons why. Uh, well, it's, it's not like we hadn't worked together on lots of things before. Right. That. <laughs> like, you, you right. Still, I've always been one of my go-to people. So like. Um, but I never, I had never done a, a show where it was like one-on-one, -on -one and uh, I guess uh, this this sounds bad, but I don't really get invited to do much improv, like or, or join people's sets. So it was very nice to like be uh, asked to do like like a two-person type show that I I never had that happen. So that was very nice. Yeah. Well, and um. So and then it, it was also unique um as a two-person show because we were planning to interact with the audience and i honestly can't remember how the the um the concept of the show um i think sometimes sometimes what happens is i'll just start cycling through like cool names um mm -hmm. and i and then i'll be like well what would the show be that belongs to that and i'm pretty sure that that's how this happened that happened for this one it's like die die centennial like um and then i was like well okay and that sounds like an anniversary um of death uh and then um I, I i don't think there's more details to the uh formation of the concept than that um other than just kind of like snowballing on um on that and we we had practiced going over the format and trying to figure out what it was i, re I remember that we had like two weeks or or something because i feel like you messaged me literally right yeah. before the show was going to go up and yeah, even yeah. The, the opening night we really didn't know what was going on besides okay we're we have to look like we're dead and yeah. we're going to do this wing it and so, so here's one of the most memorable things for me in terms of like things show process and what i learned from from uh like developing a show is um that we did a photo shoot for the poster and you were like you your heather your idea was that like okay let's just get a bunch of uh uh photos against a, a black wall um i'll take a bunch of shots of us doing like different um uh spooky scary uh facial expressions um and then i'll photoshop a bunch of stuff into into a, a concept um and what you ended up doing with the poster was to uh photoshop us into like being a vampire and then also having like um kind of uh i don't know if kitsch is the right word but like you know uh silly fun like mm -hmm. uh, had or like uh, with a mullet and stuff so it wasn't all like horror stuff but it was all like costume and prop um oriented uh things on the poster and then i was like i was like oh man this is such an awesome poster and like because it has the costume element on it i was like i feel like i want to do something with that to match the show um so so like, like i completely the, forgot we use costumes show. for that I know. And, that, and then, it, <laughs> then it was like, it was like, okay, let's get a bunch of, um, uh, let's both bring costume pieces that we have. And we went to the training center and we were like, all right, so we're going to, we're going to tell stories of, um, we're going to have a big intro to introduce ourselves and our, mm -hmm. our anniversary of dying. And then we're going to start inviting the audience to, uh, ask us questions about the last 100 years. And it could be anything from like a, a historical event to like, um, what are some weird things you've seen uh, people 
do at work. You know what I mean? Um, just super open-ended. And um, I think that's how we practiced the format too, was while we were looking at items to use for, for the show, we were bullshitting during the entire time and making each other laugh and being like, look, I'm an old man. And it's like, remember that time I dated an old sailor and then he tried to beat you up. It's like, come here, <laughs> come here, kid. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why I keep yeah. going for the pinky. Today. Yeah. Cool, man. <laughs> Get over here, kid. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Pinky man's going to fuck you up. This Pinky has been a very life. threatening Pinky. I mean, <laughs> this Pinky's seen things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we, we, then we were like, okay, we'll just we'll just have a uh, small table with some uh, sunglasses and um, jewelry or whatever. And we had a uh, coat tree with um, scarves and, mm -hmm. and and whatever. And we just set them up on some stations on 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 the stage, um, so that we could uh, throw a, a, a hat on and, and just be somebody to reenact some of the stories. And 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 so the another cool thing about the format was that uh, we would pop in and out of like doing the scene, and. Um, uh, and then and then talking to the audience sort of sort of like internally narrating as the characters that like mm -hmm. um you know uh the uh they were they were both at the at, at the bar and the bartender um was starting to get uh pretty irked by him and um you know you can just kind of like then walk over and be the bartender uh yeah and I, I, so I remember that just being a really interesting element because it's like meta you know I, you know we've talked a lot about in here about how much i like meta um but uh it was meta in a way where the, that we were talking as characters to the audience and then playing yeah. characters as characters and then popping out of the scene to talk to the audience as the characters underneath those characters. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. I used to do some weird bit when it came to like picking out people in the audience, like because we were we were wondering like who would we go to it to ask questions? It was usually like right. couples or people that we didn't know, but more time than not, there was, you know, and you're packed with your friends and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like I would say like personal stuff about them or something. <laughs> I'll be like, look over here, it's Robert. He's sitting all by himself. Let's talk to him, make him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do remember week by week, uh, again, because we we um, didn't have a chance to like uh, a, a long rehearsal process to like workshop stuff yeah. um, that we basically were just like, I don't know, whenever we need a new suggestion, we'll just walk into the audience and start talking to people. Um, and we we also like didn't just take like raise of hands. We would start a conversation with somebody mm -hmm. or maybe we did both. I can't remember. I, I, just, I, I, just I feel like it turned uh, we brought it back to like a story or because it was kind of conversational where we would bring, um, I feel like our, our real day-to-day -day life or something in there or, or a memory and be like, I remember, you know, this one time I, I broke my hand and, and da 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 It's like, it's like you, you've all broken your hand before. Who's broken their hand? Who still has a broken hand? He looks like he, he's never used it. <laughs> and then yeah. carry on and talk to that person and so, so we always has weird connections to the audience. That's all I can remember from that. Yeah, I, I have to, I have to imagine that what, what ended up happening is that we were like, uh, probably for our first show, we were like, 
people just throw us a question and we're and because heather and i are not history buffs we're like i I am i am though i am a history buff so sometimes i would call people out on stuff uh i i wouldn't know where to really jump in in a history context so (laughs) yeah i would just be like i don't like the ones with (laughs) question um Cat's uh, yeah. got opinions, baby. <laughs> she's so loud. <laughs> she thinks she's a person. <laughs> um, but I so I think yeah. what, what ended up happening is that we went from like taking straight questions to them being like, let's just riff with the audience until we kind of find a story uh, that we can um, take on stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I will say it was. Um, I don't know. It was a weird time, a weird year too. Uh, just in terms of like performance, because people really liked the show. But I'll be honest, I never felt good about the shows afterward. I always felt like we did really great in like prepping or backstage, like making jokes and stuff up. And the second getting on stage, it was like I lost it. Or there would be certain like aspects where it really hit. But I think because we were still learning the format and I wasn't like always so sure about performance during that time that I, I personally didn't feel that great, but I know James always, he always killed it. Well, as a a guy who watched it, I never saw saw any of that. And and I I played with you enough times why I I thought I could read you. Well, I never saw, I thought you guys looked very comfortable when you guys were performing this. I thought this was like, especially this format with your styles just you know just fit perfectly so maybe i just assumed like oh she must be comfortable because she looks comfortable maybe some of the makeup is hiding it i don't know (laughs) but yeah usually you can tell you know you know somebody you can usually tell but that's awesome i mean that, that you were able to even you know if you had some butterflies in the stomach still perform where people who know you couldn't see that uh, and we've talked about that a lot, like on here, like students, like, you know, what you do when you're nervous, like, so since you're experienced or have that experience, like, do you ever use that for, as a reference, like when people ask you, like, what do you do when you're nervous on stage or you don't know where to go, or you're just not feeling 100 that day? Uh, uh, ooh, it's, I, I think it's a little difficult for me because I, I genuinely don't really get nervous on stage, it's mainly yeah. right before. The problems that I have on stage are usually second guessing myself or thinking, ah, oh, this is shit. Like this is bad. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be here. I'm like, fuck, what am I doing? Like it's it's more yeah. it's more uh, annoyance or upset with myself. I I don't like uh oh. Or, or like if I say something, I'm like, man, I shouldn't have said that. Like, yeah. I, I've got nothing in my, I'm like, I'm not having fun with this, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's so many things that just kind of like weasel its way down. And it isn't until like after the fact or a month down the road that you just remember, ah, it's a show. No one, no one's going to remember this. Like, it's right. fine, whatever. <laughs> like, like no, I, 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 I'll I, hold on to it for a long time. I, but the I audience, with the audience you. doesn't. I just don't fucking care. So majority of the shows that I've done that are bad for me, mm-hmm. I'm the only one that remembers them, which yeah. is fine. I mean, if anything, it, it just, it, it kind of highlights for future shows. Like I know my worst show. I always have that in my back pocket and remembering 
it can't be worse than this. So it wasn't too bad. I mean, right. it was bad, but it wasn't god awful. Well, that's part of the excitement of doing this, right? If it was easy, people like us would find it boring and everybody else would be doing it. So uh, we, we have to bomb for it to have enjoyment. You I, have to drop on it, you know, for for the ride to be fun. Right? I, I will say, though, that as time goes on and just it, when it becomes more uh, like uh, second skin, like it just becomes yeah. part of your flow and it does get easier. Sometimes it does get boring. <laughs> like, right? I, 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 I'm not the like poster child for improv whatsoever because I have qualms and uh, like frustrations with it and just I've seen a lot of bad to well, the point I where would, it's like I would absolutely argue with you. You are the poster child. Just yeah. from that sentence alone, <laughs> I've seen a lot of bad. I've Show seen me a lot an of improviser who is completely secure and doesn't second guess himself or doesn't judge himself either on or off stage. But, uh, I would but, love to meet that that nowadays. That performer because nowadays that I, doesn't exist. Yeah. But nowadays, I kind of am in that. In that, like when I go on stage. I know if it's gonna be shit, I'm like, I don't care. I'm just gonna have fun with it. Yeah. Like through specifically, it was uh, PJ's technically last show. Oh, <laughs> where yeah. Everyone went on stage. There were parts of that show that were bad, but oh, uh, yeah. I remember like just being on the silence. The, specifically, it was when uh, Lauren was talking with someone else on stage and they were talking about like their inner thoughts. And two people came on stage to be the one person's thoughts and then like came back off stage. And I turned to uh, Alan and uh, I, I nudged him like, what do you know about uh, like Fast and the Furious? <laughs> He's like, what? I'm like, what do you know about Fast and the Furious or or like Limp Biscuit? Just do you know anything about oh, that? Yeah, and he's, like, yeah. he's like, I don't know. I guess I could pull, pull some stuff up. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, and now, cuts you inside Lauren's head. It was just like, Fast and the Furious, Fast and the Furious, Fast and the Furious, oh, John Wick, John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> just like being a total dick to him. And yeah. it's one of those moments where it's not good. I know it's not good. It's funny to me, which is why I'm doing it. And I know Lauren's going to be upset and also think it's funny because we're ripping on him. Uh, and then we cut back. And I was like, I just said like a Limp Biscuit line. I don't really know much of what I was doing. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. It was funny. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it in, was supposed to be. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it got a lot of laughs. So, and afterward, Lauren's like, fuck you. <laughs> but, but those, I think those are the moments where uh, when you get to that point, you can kind of say, eh, I don't really get nervous on stage. It's I, if it's bad, it's bad. It's, it is what it is. Uh yeah. But it took a long time to get to that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Miles Stroth, uh, who's, you know, like old school Chicago dude, uh, runs the Pack Theater out in L.A., is uh, he, he says that, like, um, there was a point when he uh, stopped. He got he, he got better uh, in a way that he he noticed totally opened up in a new way after years and years and years and and that um he was like it was when i stopped giving a fuck i decided yeah. i i had these these anxieties and ups and downs um and then eventually i just was like i don't give a fuck <laughs> and after that he's felt much better um or or felt it 
you know, a, a total difference in, in his performance. Yeah. And honestly, that is a mantra that has helped so much is when I feel my best is when I don't fucking care what is going on around me and just doing it basically for my own enjoyment. Um, and also, you know, you want to make other people look good or have fun. And it, it's, yeah. it's like when you're with your, your best friends, the funniest stuff that happens is usually when you guys don't care and you call each other the worst names, make uh, fun yeah. of each other, just ripping on each other. That's, you know, it's a good friendship is if you can, literally just desecrate yep. over their entire existence and that person is still laughing and yeah. that's if you can like bottle that up and put that on stage that's good improv yeah i agree i agree yeah, yeah. and and so to so to echo um some of the things you were saying about the show heather is that like i also felt um i was uh surprised how well it when the first night yeah. like yeah people were I was like, surprised too <laughs> yeah i think we both were what was so different from anything we've seen so yeah. i mean at that theater yeah so it was really cool and you guys had a lot of fun and as soon as these guys walked off stage and started interviewing people like yeah oh it's gonna be good uh when the lights came up and we walked into the audience and seeing people's reactions that's when i knew at least it's it may not be the best show but it's something that is completely different and entertaining to the audience for that aspect alone. Yeah. And of course, part of it is, is that, you know, people love Halloween. Uh, Heather did the makeup for it. And um, oh, yeah. we, we were dressed in, in like, um, you know, we, we were like, we died a hundred years ago. So let's do our, like as close as we can get to like early 1900s um, uh, sort of like, you know, vest and suit mm -hmm. or whatever uh, and dress. And um so it it had a lot of uh, dressing to it, and um, I think that that is that goes a long way for people's appreciation of what you're putting on stage. Which, you know, sometimes is is a I guess pro or con of of uh, improv is that um, we don't often dress it up, uh, and sometimes that makes it really cool and accessible and like like underground badass of like we're just we're just casually doing awesome shows or whatever yeah other times it's it's like an audience kind of gets uh lost of like what are we watching these people these people literally i can't tell the difference between them and an audience member you know mm -hmm. what i mean um and i think yeah. with that show we we used um uh dressing things up in a in a way uh for halloween and and for the theme of the show that was that that worked really well um but at the same time i i, I remember you know when um when we were running the intro um as these characters uh, at the training center in rehearsal heather and I, and I just remember being like we found we found it we clicked with it uh, eventually but there was like there was like a half hour where we were like what are we talking about what is this, is this yeah this? We, <laughs> we didn't know what it was going to turn into and i think even pete was like it, i i don't know like, like so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and so, they, and I remember. <laughs> I was gonna say I remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why this popped up like just now, but I remember that first night. One of the ways that we got out of a scene was we just stood and looked at each other. Like, are you guys? Is it? Is it done? Like, we kind of have the face of. I think this scene is done, and then you just went. Anyhow, <laughs> just like, <laughs> like it's just one of those moments of like, I guess this is done. Yeah, let's move on to the next thing. It was just like, <laughs> yeah, 
That's funny. Well, yeah, we, all, we, all, we also had our hands painted. Can I say yeah, that? Yeah, we, really, we went full we detail on that. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is part of the the, the beauty though of, of of being able to to just uh, drop the scene and, and be like because it's it's kind of like the like old um when uh when old people um are ju just like you can tell that they they've stopped caring about like they'll tell yeah. a story and they're like uh you know yeah like uh uh, uh well this 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 is something that's uh, terrible, honestly. But uh, anyway, like we know. we got to that Who wants point a sandwich? too. Who hungry? Yeah, yeah? We, I, we I got, got some good yeah. lunch meat over here. Toward the end of the run, we got to that point where we were just like, "What was I talking about? I don't know. Let's do a scene." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we didn't care. Yeah. there were no rules. We never set really anything up besides we had the opening, and some of our stories would. I think you would be like. Uh, who was that guy? Remember this person? Oh yeah, and didn't they do this? Yeah. In fact, I think it, it it's, was similar to this, and then we go into the scene and actually do it. But there were multiple times where we didn't know how to get out of the scene besides no. saying, oh, "Yeah, that's what happened." We didn't have an ending for the show either. We're like, oh wow. Oh yeah. There was no ending or really we didn't know how to end things. It was it just was what it was. Yeah. Um but uh so so I just I I want to point to, to a, a particular moment um just because I, I remember it so clearly Heather is uh backstage behind the curtain before uh we we got on stage for our first for the opening night and um I remember you uh just kind of pacing around and we were like you said we were joking around and having fun beforehand and and excited but then you're pacing around and uh you were like i'm nervous and i was like me too <laughs> and um it just was a, like the, it was a really nice moment of like kind of um i don't know i think you and i do a good job of uh playing it cool when we are feeling nervous or um uh kind of masking W w those kinds of things so it was just an, it was a really nice moment of like you saying what i was also feeling and then once we got on it made it easier for me to then get on stage and be like we are in this together and then um once we once we were in the the, the intro of the show which is maybe like a minute and a half of just like and we and we had we had uh beats of, of things that we were, were supposed hopefully going to get last mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and they did. And then some things that we weren't expecting to get laughs got laughs, which is always great. Yeah. And uh, then from that point on opening night, we, we, I was like, OK, we can do this. Um, this is going to work. And uh, it was a big, big relief uh, as much as, you know, there were ups and downs. It was like mostly this is going to work. Yeah. Even when it things weren't the greatest or, or most seamless, it still was fun. And mm -hmm. And the audience laughed and had a good time. And honestly, that's that's really what you're looking for. And <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. No, like you're, you're just looking for that kind of reaction from a show. So as long as you get yeah. the, a decent amount of laughs and, and people look like they're having a good time, it's a good show. And right. you can't feel bad about it. But also, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's like slowly put the thumb back on yeah, your yeah. lord uh 
we fucking swept that year in terms <laughs> of <laughs> we, we swept the, that category. We, we had one no, 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 no. category we qualified for. We swept it. I, I we like got to, it good. No, no. This is why I like to think that we swept because you you won best actor that year. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you won best actor. I won best female or uh, right. improviser. And then we won for best improvised show, which were the three categories we could be in for that particular show. That's so true. we did technically yeah. sweep. Yeah, and uh, and so <laughs> this this is something that I that I go back and forth on because I'm somebody who like I love to put a lot of work and preparation into a show, um, and uh, sometimes I'm like I, I push back against the idea that like um, the best things are the ones that uh, you just fly by the seat of your pants and figure it out as you go. That's such an improv thing, obviously, uh, as a philosophy. Um, but I think that, uh, uh, you know, I just I, I think that improvisers in general, I like to see people like uh, push and challenge themselves to not do that, even though you're so good at it, L like for us to not do those fly by the seat of your pants. Um, even though we know we can, it's such a great fallback yeah. if we need to. Yeah. We can. But, um, the, the fact of the matter is this is a good, this show is a good example of having, uh, like probably the least amount of time I've ever had to put together a show, um, throwing things together really quickly, uh, uh, to make, to, to produce it. We didn't like hold back on like, a, you know, those costume and, and makeup elements. Um, yeah. and, and then it worked, uh, so well and was so well received <laughs> for the for, yeah. for such a little time um yeah. having to having to really uh work on it which um yeah. for what it's worth it you know that well, that, well, that, that yeah. is true that that does often lead to success yeah well, let me ask you guys this you guys have been done other shows and stuff like that one the kinds of shows that do have the long rehearsal process and do have like maybe uh the more production value if you will I feel sometimes you lose momentum when you're doing the same, you know, you have to rehearse a scene every day. Like your, your heart's not as in it as being like, Oh, here's the script. <laughs> it goes up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You better do it right. Like there's an excitement to that. Like, and do you think that may have helped this whole process by only having such a limited uh, amount of time to get prepped? Yeah. Um, well, it was also improvised, so we didn't have to rely on any script. I mean, we did have tidbits yeah. that we would regularly redo for each show. Um, that was mainly in the intro or figuring out uh, how to talk to the audience members. Like we had one or two bits that we we try and go back and forth with. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I it was kind of like frantic energy and nervousness kind of also equals excitement. So mm -hmm. I think you should have somewhere in a show that kind of feeling like that sense of danger because oh, yeah. it is it, it it brings out you know the most energy i know i did a when i was at second city for conservatory there was a week where i had thrown my back out and i had to do a front flip over somebody and be lifted in the air do a bunch of physical stuff and literally could barely move an hour before the show but because of the adrenaline of like, I got to fucking oh, yeah. do this. If I don't do this on stage, like I'm going to ruin the scene. Like I have to do it. And even cast members were saying, you know, we can switch it up. We can change it. I'm like, no, we can't. I, I wrote this fucking sketch. It's got to go this way. And I know that if I don't do it this specific way, the audience is going to be let down. And anybody who saw it the week before is going to be like, well, why did they change that? 
So I don't know what it is, but it's just that like that energy, that determination. Wait, of, you think there's you an audience fail. member who went to the first show, then would come back to the second show and be disappointed. Like, man, I threw this down $15 to see that front flip and she didn't do it. Who's your manager? But that's that's how my brain functions. Is I know, I I know, don't, yeah, we're all built the same way. I, I yeah. understand where you're coming from. Yeah, but so, like, but why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we why would we make up this imaginary person who never exists? And if they do, they can go fuck themselves. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it sometimes it helps though, because in that situation, okay. it helped because I was so determined to do good in that particular sketch. Uh, and if you know, like it you can't fail like no matter what right. and being on stage i did not feel anything in my back like i just focused on the scene and all the high energy the audience laughing like all that combined gave me like super strength to get through it and then the second i walked off stage i was just like oh <laughs> like yeah. fell on the couch and crying in pain but during the scene it goes away and that's kind of the same energy that we had for the show like even if you're nervous, you get pushed on that stage, you're there. You, If you leave, that's when you fail. So being on stage, that's a giant step toward like determination and, and reaching your goals. And even if you get one audience member to laugh, it's a win. So I, I, I kind of see it that way. Like, no, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just, I'm trying to understand the psychology because I'm very much from the same, same school. Like yeah, who's, I, but then I asked myself after I'm done doing that, after when I'm on the couch crying, like wh who is this person that I'm trying to impress? They're like what, what does the audience look? Is it me? That's fair as well. But I go for, I go for the audience is who yeah. I'm trying to impress because anytime I've been part of a show, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm difficult to work with on shows. So uh, just because I, I want it to be so good. And if I feel like I'm failing, I come across as kind of a bitch because I'm so just like, like horse eyed, what is it called? Blinders. I've got the blinders on. Horse eyed? <laughs> I like horse eyed. Yeah, I get yeah, so yeah. horse eyed. It's different than fish eyed. I got yeah. the blinders on the side. Yeah. And it's just like straightforward. And I'm only <laughs> focusing on my work. And if it doesn't work for myself, then oh my I let God. down the entire cast. And I don't even care about the other cast members. Yeah. I just care about literally the show as a, as a full yeah. um, and what the audience's reaction to it. And that's where it's like, well, she's being a you know fucking cunt over here, like trying to memorize her lines. It's like she's doing fine. She needs to. We need to focus on other things. It's like, yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, I'm, I'm just so like, Heather, you're fucking up again. You can't fuck up. Like you're gonna do good. And if I don't do good for myself and for the audience, then that's when I let down the cast. And I, I, it, it happens See, I quite think, a lot. Again, so I, I've done many shows with you. I've never had that feeling about you uh actually i felt the opposite because i've worked with people who don't want to do the extra work who doesn't want to run a scene with me and then i get frustrated so maybe again we were we're aligned so i don't see maybe my horse eyes doesn't see you <laughs> being that way but i, I don't but, see that like, like, I, I let yourself off the hook you yeah. know <laughs> i definitely felt that way during dicentennial just because James is a very strong performer. You you have oh, been yeah. from the get-go and 
Yes. Yeah, Take, that guy. You listen to the compliments. Mr. Best Actor 2014. Fucking everywhere. Where's your thumb at? Everywhere. <laughs> How many awards do you have? You took, oh, by the way, you took home the Dicentennial one, which I kind of felt bad about because it was like, he's won like seven. I just go one. <laughs> so if you have that one, I, I would not mind. Wait, the Dicentennial one? I thought that's what you have. I have the best uh, female improviser. Oh, that's, that's, gotcha. And then you have you took two home. You and I think oh. actually you might have gotten a third, which is like the you won the eye of go comedy, one of the eyes. Yeah. The horse eye yeah. or like yeah, eye. you won one of the horse eyes of go comedy. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit much for for me to take in on <laughs> how yeah. many categories I. Uh, but yes, okay. So I'll, yeah, I, I will take the compliment. And thank you. No, you're 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 an intimidating performer because you have so much control over yourself and also are able to not only boost the scene in general, but just like kind of eagle eye everyone around you and, and help them out. And you really did help me out a ton during Dicentennial. Like I, I feel as years have gone on, I become a lot stronger performer. But during that time was it's like wishy-washy. It was either really good or just kind of teetering on like was a pile of garbage. Uh, so to do a show with you and especially like two man, one that we weren't really prepared for when I said I was nervous that first night is probably because I knew I thought you had control over it and I didn't. And that's why I felt nervous It's because I didn't want to let you down. Yeah, and I did. I, I did feel that way the entire time. I didn't. I really didn't. I think you were. That was one of the few shows where it wasn't just the audience I was trying to impress, but I literally didn't want to like be seen as terrible compared to you. Well, uh, yeah, I, and and again, it's it's like these things in our heads that that kind of like um, put pressure on us, and I think the goal is to like find ways that um that the, like what what is what is the most healthy productive way to to, to have that because like sometimes uh, if there's not enough pressure then uh, that's when i get boring and dis or get bored and disengage and so you know i i i wanted to perform well with you because you're one of my favorite performers and that's a good pressure for me to be like like okay let me like it's a good pairing like and and obviously again you know i know i know we're uh <laughs> fucking circle jerking our, our awards but like uh, <laughs> we, we, did, we we were both um doing really Wait, well what? Um, <laughs> we were both doing really well in our in 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 our performance in the community and stuff and so it was a good pairing for you and i to be to be in that show and i felt like i wanted to keep pace with you and and uh show how that that was a good match that we were a good uh pairing and um and that's a, that's a good that's a good pressure and it's it's like how can we kind of take that idea of like um it's hard. It's, it's hard to like take that idea of like what the audience expects. And can I use that as a positive motivator instead of like a scary thing where, where, where I feel like I, uh, by the end of it that I'm, I'm like, I can't believe I made it out alive. And it just like killed the fun of the show and instead be like, how can I be like, like, yes, I'm, I want to like be competitive and, and, uh, and deliver on what people's expectations are in a positive way so that so that when it happens you're, you're like like yeah yeah all right this is going well and you can actually enjoy it like that to me is is the big challenge of of um how to harness those 
thoughts and feelings. And it's a, it's a difficult thing to do, you know, on a consistent basis. I, I will say that that show definitely did help boost my own personal performance and get better as an improviser in general, because it, it honestly, if it weren't for that show, I never would have won that award. So that like to be asked to join in something that was so fun. And I love, you know, I love spooky, ooky, kooky type stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm queen of Halloween type uh, shit. So that was super fun to just be asked to do that. I mean, like taking the photos of us and, and just having a, a good old time being stupid during Halloween is, is my kind of, my kind no, of fun a pretty hobby. bomb ass poster. That and the one I, you did for honestly, Secret Secrets are two of my favorite posters. Uh, all I, day. Love, I do love the Dicentennial one. And I, I feel like we we are kind of being rude and not acknowledging the third person who was uh, Jess Loria Kay, who came in and covered for me for a couple of the shows. And then we also did one where it was the three of us. We did it for oh, Snow yeah. Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah I, that honestly was one of my favorite uh, in the middle of the night improvised uh, shows because Lori and I were just doing push-ups, acting yeah. really manly and talking about Real Housewives. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. You but yeah, guys, she, she and, came in and, and yes, Roya yeah. Kay did a super physical workout routine on stage during a during a scene. I'm I'm surprised. I'm she confused. Had, yeah, she had That's just not gotten. The I know. Well, she had just gotten into Thirty Day Shred. This was around the oh, yeah. time when she was getting really into physical uh, activities. Like, yeah, she yeah. was getting like fucking fit. Yeah, uh, she has some heart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was doing the the, the baby pull-ups yeah <laughs> yes and uh she was such a sport too to come in last minute yeah. and took took pictures of her and edited her into the poster as well so we yeah. had transition and, and yeah that honestly yeah. is my favorite poster like i think yeah it yeah it's an awesome one and so yeah that was that was that was our february run we did uh four or five mm -hmm. shows in february and um jess is uh is definitely a history buff and um so was a great fit for that show and and uh, really fun to play with too and um and yeah you're right we we should have uh uh given her the mention earlier that like she was half of the or a third of the show um in our february run and then also all the people that that, that did it in uh the yeah. centennial x um on Korean uh, tom uh oh my god uh, Mike, um uh never pete uh pete and Susie, yeah yeah that's Susie. <laughs> Susie oh, that's right couple. Holy that crap. I, I'm I, trying to remember wow. everybody who was a part of it. There, there was the a powerhouse. Lot. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We had a good amount of people. Yeah. I remember, I forgot. Was I in a show before? Was like, did you guys do a show after Date Night or something? Because I remember being backstage and you guys are all getting ready and you trying to get like 20 people to have the correct makeup on was a. That was it. Task. That yeah. was it. Because I was doing yeah. everybody's makeup beforehand yeah. and making sure. And I, uh, it was such a, I, I remember the makeup. It was based off of Corpse Bride because I wanted us to be oh, yeah, blue yeah. and have black, like for the lining of uh, just like gauntness of face. And then everybody had to get their hands done. And it literally turned into, we had like five minutes to go. And I'm like, fuck it. It's <laughs> just smearing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Does yeah. it look okay? And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> 
But um, what if somebody would have saw last week's show and then came back and saw that one person wasn't wearing makeup <laughs> on their hands? You know, I don't care about that anymore. Yeah, I'm just saying. And, 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 if, it's, we... if it's not me, I don't care. But if my makeup was messed up, <laughs> I, w- I would have had a serious problem. Like, there are tiny little things where I'm like, I just, I, they can see, like, my neckline. I'm like, oh. Fucker, I forgot to do the black line like right around here. Just tiny little things are are what really uh, distract me. Or even when it comes to sketch, uh, we were talking about earlier. I don't get nervous for sketch shows. It's just if I don't deliver the line exactly how I should, or if somebody changes their their tone and delivery to mm-hmm. to like a line before mine, and I don't say it right back to them, or if the line that usually gets a laugh doesn't get a laugh. That's when it's it's literally just my brain explodes of what did I do wrong? Oh my god, I'm, I'm full. they can see my destruction and I'm like dying on the inside. And then the scene is over and everyone in the cast is like, that was really fun. I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was terrible. <laughs> mm. And that's when that's when I become a bitch. And it's not, I'm not saying they were terrible, I'm saying I was terrible. So anytime I say like a scene was bad, it's not the scene. It's me that did bad. Well, we have just enough time to talk about um, <laughs> if uh, if if we had to do over again, um, what would we do differently? What would we keep the same about Dicentennial? And um, uh, t- to me, I, I think we kind of touched on it, but um, I, I would have loved to um, figure out a better mechanism. Like there's still something missing about the way that we interact with the audience and and or end the show uh and i i I would want to like uh explore more of like how can we frame each scene um like going from the scene into the um audience interactions and if that is just like leaning into that we can just be like "Eh, this scene's over or if it's like um i don't know a different way of of asking sort of a list of types of questions or or what i would want to figure that out but I, but I would really want to keep. Um, I, I really loved our our intro. I would want to like find that exact intro and um, uh, go back to that because uh, I thought that was a really great introduction of character and setup for the show. We we I forgot one of the one of the things we did is um, we would have this really creepy uh, music at the at the beginning <gasps> and we came out as as zombies and we'd be like uh, we would go yeah. a couple steps into the audience off the front of the stage like really creepy and just yeah. staring. <laughs> And then, and then and then lights would come yeah. up and we would be like ah no we're we're not um we're not zombies that's ridiculous we're ghosts i did like that bit yeah i oh my gosh i forgot all about that yeah that was super fun and we the the more shows we did the longer we would hold it and we got really close to people sometimes like in the front tables like we would lean over and this one lady I scared the crap out of, I know for a fact. Uh, yeah, I honestly, I think if we were to do this show again and did it the same format, it would be better only because we're more loose and I feel like we've grown a lot in yeah. the past six years. And I, I've had more time to do kind of like that one-on-one with audience participation and just like talking with them. I feel more comfortable like, oh yeah, I could do a conversation with someone and pick up tidbits and we'd be able to transition a lot easier and not, it's just, 
Right. You got to get more shows under your belt. Got to be more comfortable with those certain situations. And I feel like over time we both have. So if we were to yeah. do the same show, it probably would be super fun. And also we've gotten to a point where we can bullshit with each other and make fun of each other. And it's, it's like, that's the, we, yeah, we, we'd pimp each other out for stuff and, and that would be super fun. Cool. Yeah. Really quick. Uh, I just want to read a, a friend, of the show, uh, weekly watcher uh, Sue just wanted to say she Aww. had a, she had the pleasure of seeing the show. It was memorizing, very fresh and surprising. So that's from Sue. Oh, Sue hey, is lovely. Thanks, She's Sue. Very sweet. Um, and yeah, I totally agree. Like <laughs> again, the, the trade off of of doing a uh, short preparation is like the thing I would love to change about that show is I would like to be more comfortable while doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I, I feel like we're, we'd be more comfortable doing it. Like if someone were like, hey, you can put the show up tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Sure. Um, okay. So we we, uh, we got to wrap up our time. But before yeah. we let you go, Heather, um, uh, what's going on in the, your world that you'd like to plug? Things you want to let people know about? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm transitioning into doing voiceover full time. So if oh, anyone wow. wants to hire me, I do coaching sessions, uh, teaching. So if there's any schools who are looking for voiceover teaching, I'm all for it. And I, I hurt my arm uh, this past week, but it's feeling better. So I can get back into my 31 days of spoopy impressions on my oh, Instagram. Cool. Uh, so yeah, I've got three up and I, I'm really far behind, but, uh, yeah, I, it, it'll branch into November. I already let people okay. know. I mean, we're going to see that website soon, right? I, yeah. Yeah. So I'm updating my website so people can contact me for voiceover as well through there. And that would be at heathersonow.com. Um, and then for the impressions, you can find me on, uh, YouTube at Heather does voices and the same for, um, on Instagram is at Heather Does Voices. And I've got a awesome. bunch of impressions and things on there. Cool. And Kumquat cool. Corner in, in January will be coming back, but uh, we're taking a small hiatus, but that is a political live stream show in which I help co-produce and uh, video edit and also do uh, characters on debates and stuff. And Melania so Trump. Cool. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Julia's done it, had a blast. Uh, yes, a she was great. She played and, a great um, Messi Vivos. Yeah, and and so we'll we'll link to all those things um, uh, as soon as I get a chance to put them in the, in the yeah. description. Um, thanks so much for joining, Heather. It's been a blast to have you again on the show. And Aww. so good to see you. I miss you. I miss you. Miss you. Haven't yeah. yeah. We haven't seen you since we moved. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, you can catch us uh, every Sunday at one p.m. doing these live streams uh, and otherwise on YouTube, Facebook, and podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on Improv FAQ at length. Bye. 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 <laughs>